0: broadcasting from down on the bayou it's the average marks pro wrestling podcast a proud member of the roar network powered by the gorilla position.com
1: and now your hosts michael leander and patrick fry and welcome to episode 91 of the average marks Pro Wrestling Podcast. We are broadcasting live from the CBD4U.net studios. Now, if you're looking for relief of pain, maybe it's chronic pain. If you're looking to get more sleep, if you're looking to maybe curb your anxiety, CBD can help you out. They have tons of stuff, Patrick. They got great deals on oil, edibles like cake pops, candy bars. Uh, suckers, different stuff like that. They also have stuff for pets as well. So if you have an older pet who has maybe some
2: arthritis or whatnot, CBD4U.net is perfect. Now, if you try to get chocolate on there, it, uh, good luck because it's always sold out. You know, because yeah, I'm always trying to go for that, that chocolate, the chocolate candy or the chocolate edibles, whatever you want to call it. But because I'm a big fan of chocolate, and I figure, you know, if I'm going to take some CBD, might as well enjoy a little bit of chocolate while I do it. But it's always sold out, so it must be pretty good. Very popular, yes. Absolutely. Well, today's episode, Average Marks number 91, we're going to be talking Clash of Champions this Sunday night from Charlotte, North Carolina, of course, on the WWE Network. A lot of matches. I believe all the main roster championships will be on the line on Sunday night, even the... Smack – even though it was not the SmackDown, the uh, WWE Women's Tag Team titles will be on the line as well. So, yeah, uh, we're going to be going over the scorecards. And if we got some time left, we got some other things to talk about, some possible rumor mill stuff. And also um, just uh, maybe some possible Enzo and Cass stuff we're going to talk about as well. But that's if we have some time left. There's a lot to fill out here on the scorecard. We have Elijah here as well. So all three of us, we're going to fill out a scorecard and, uh, yeah, predict – Class of Champions on Sunday night. So all that's coming up here on The Average Marks, episode number 91. Find us on social media. We're everywhere where you are. Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Periscope,
1: YouTube. Just search at The Average Marks. You'll find us. We um, interact a lot with our fans on social media, so we would love for you to be a part of that. Also, if you like our content, and you want to help support said content, it's real easy. Patreon.com backslash The Average Marks. You can start as low as a dollar a month. almost said a week that time. Usually I say <laughs> a day. A dollar a month. A, or do- you can, a yeah. dollar a day adds up. A dollar a week kind of adds up, too. Or you can go all the way up to Great Muda status, which is $50 a month. We would highly appreciate it. and It would help us make the show better.
2: All right. So let's go ahead and dive into the scorecard here go ahead and pause the podcast right now go to our facebook twitter pages we have the links up to pw scorecards who always provide us with tremendous scorecards they changed the look a little bit because the last few scorecards they've had where you would write the winners at there wasn't very much room on those Mm -hmm. scorecards but they've made plenty of room to write winners now on these scorecards and uh, i'm digging it so digging the uh, the new room to you know you don't have to squeeze in some of these winners here but crew still on there yeah, Cruz is at the bottom. Cruz is still a pro tier Patreon for pro wrestling scorecards. So yeah, shout out to Cruz, Cruz, and Cruz. Actually, uh, pro wrestling pro wrestling scorecards. Ah, there he is. They just started doing, I think, like digital scorecards, but mm. they're doing like a beta, I guess, a beta test for it, and they're they're testing it with their their pro tier members. So Cruz got the uh, gets the test. That I don't know if he's really tried it out yet. We'll have to ask him, but uh, certainly. Uh, Cruz has access to, to that. So Pro Wrestling Scorecards, they're doing a lot of cool stuff, trying yeah. to just make it, I guess, easier to access, make it cooler. And, uh, and hopefully, you know, I'm hoping that they do a thing where they can do digital scorecards and we can, like, you know, form groups. And, you know, it, they have, like, a, some kind of, you know, thing where they can keep score and keep standings and whatnot. So that would be pretty cool, yeah, too. That, pretty if, cool. They, if they haven't really dug into that yet, that would be a cool thing to, you know, to, to do going forward.
0: Like a wrestling football fantasy? Thing?
2: Not necessarily fantasy football, but like just a, no, like more, more like a March Madness type of thing.
0: Yeah, no, like a fantasy football without the football, but it's wrestling.
1: I already told you now.
2: Yeah, it's a little it's a little different, but uh, but yeah, Clash of Champions scorecards. Go ahead and pause the podcast now. Go download it, play along with us as, like I said, Clash of Champions from Charlotte, North Carolina, on a Sunday night. So we're gonna go ahead and dive on. Into these scorecards, and I don't even know who the hell the champ is, but we're just going to... I don't think we've had a champ like in eight weeks. Yeah, we we still haven't, you know, we talked about this last week, we still haven't really counted the the points from our all-out scorecards. I I saw my all-out scorecard at the house the other day, and I was like, should I add it up? And then I just, I never did, so (laughs) uh, we still don't know who won the all-out scorecards, but I guess at this point, you know, it doesn't really matter. No, no, We're just having fun with it anyway. It's too far away. So, anyways, let's go ahead and dive into the scorecards. I mean, we still do our predictions every uh, pay per view anyway. So, what we can do is uh, I'll go first, and yes. then we'll do Mikey, and then we'll do Elijah. Sounds and then good. We'll go in uh, that particular order. So, the first match on the scorecard is no disqualification Roman Reigns versus Eric Rowan. And I'm going to go ahead and, like I said, go first. I got Rowan winning oh, this wow. match. It's no disqualification, which makes me believe there will be some sort of interference to cause Roman Reigns to uh, lose the match. And one of the extras is a Bryan interference, which I did circle yes. Weapon types used. I think there will be three different weapon types used. I think this will get a little brutal, but uh, not too brutal. Not, you know, John Moxley, Joey Janela brutal, but uh, certainly I-, I think it'll get uh, slightly hardcore. Superman Punches, I'll go with four. Brian Interference already said yes, and Match enters the crowd. I'll go ahead and say, yeah, I think they're going to brawl it out here a little bit and uh, go here and there, but they'll eventually end up back in the ring. But I think somehow, some way, Rowan's going to get the victory. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh,
1: Roman Reigns winning this, the big dog. Yeah.
2: Uh, three Weapons Use,
1: six Superman Punches, yes, Brian Interference, and yes, they're, they're in the crowd.
2: All right, Elijah, what do you have for uh, this match?
0: I got Roman winning three Weapons Types four superman punches yes brian will interfere and yes they will go into the crowd
2: all righty so let us now go to uh, the next match it is the cruiserweight championship in a rare triple threat match that they're having here drew gulag versus humberto carrillo i think is how, i guess is how you say that never heard of humberto carrillo who are these guys uh, and why I, are they on a pay-per-view oh uh, i know who lince dorado is uh, he's part of lucha house party but And I know who Drew Gulak is, but uh, Humberto Carrillo, I want to say, did he wrestle on the last pay-per-view? Did he wrestle at SummerSlam? I don't know. I don't
1: know why this match is ticking me off, but this is garbage.
2: Well, it's probably going to be on the pre-show if I had to guess. Yeah. I'm going to say Drew Gulak will retain the Cruiserweight Championship. I think he'll pin Carrillo. Eight aerial moves. You know what's crazy? I think at SummerSlam, the Cruiserweight match had zero aerial moves. What are they doing? (laughs) I don't know. What? How are you gonna book a cruiserweight match with nobody flying? That that's I don't know I I, I couldn't because we were looking at the I was looking at the results and you know PW scorecards put like zero aerial moves and like they put something in parentheses I think like how or something like that <laughs> I was like yeah right how like how in the hell do you not have aerial moves in a cruiserweight match but I'm gonna say you know there's three guys in this match. I'm going to say eight. Match time, I'll give it nine minutes, just under ten minutes. And uh, like I said, I got Drew Gulak retaining. Yeah. I'm going to go
1: with Gulak because if anybody picks anybody else in this, there's no way they're dropping the belt to any of these
2: no-name hacks. I thought maybe Dorado possibly because he is part of Lucha House Party and you know they do use Lucha House Party on the main roster from time to time. You know, maybe put the belt on Lince Dorado for a little bit and switch it up a little bit, you know, not keep it on the same guy over and over and over. But uh, uh, unless they just throw us a complete swerve and Humberto Carrillo just comes out with it, but who knows?
1: Yeah. Or whoever this Humberto Carrillo guy, he takes off his mask and it's actually Rey Mysterio. Oh. Uh, But, yeah, I got uh, Dorado taking the fall, seven aerial moves and 12-minute match time.
2: All right, let's go to Elijah. What do you have for the cruiserweight championship match?
0: I got Drew Gulak. I probably butchered that. Who cares? No, that
2: sounds pretty good to me. Oh,
0: thank you. Um, I got Humberto. It sounds like kind of Alberto. Maybe it's Alberto Dario. Humberto
2: was a name of a hurricane at one at one time. I don't remember when. Last few years, but go ahead.
0: It may be Alberto. Maybe it would be. No, a it's a,
2: it, it's Humberto. You got it.
0: I know it may be a knockoff Alberto Dario, but um, I got. 12 aerial moves in 10-minute match time.
2: All right. Who was your winner? Oh, yeah, he said Gulak. Gulak, yeah. That's true. He said Gulak. All right, the next match, this one's going to be interesting because Cedric Alexander, and this is, I guess, why now I just kind of contradicted myself, why it probably won't be as interesting, but <laughs> Cedric Alexander got a pinfall victory over AJ Styles on SmackDown, or on Raw. It was Raw Monday night. Uh, but AJ Styles with the OC in his corner taking on Cedric Alexander for the United States Championship I got to go with Styles. I don't see, you know, I don't see Cedric Alexander, you know, winning this match. He's going to – they're, they're going to have a great match. I think mean, these two guys can go. But, uh, you know, the OC is going to be at, at, at ringside probably, cause a little bit of a distraction at some point. But AJ Styles is going to retain via pinfall. I got five aerial moves, which I feel like that there, there might be more aerial moves in this match than there will be in the Cruiserweight Championship match. But I'm going to go ahead and say five. Alexander attacked after the match – Come on out it's the OC, of course. Yeah, right. I'm gonna say yes.
1: Nerd. Um, yeah, this is this is almost a lock right here. AJ has so? to win this. You think so? On a pay per view, you're gonna mean, let hey. Cedric Alexander go over on AJ Styles. Oh, they had him go over on Raw, so yeah. But I mean, that's Raw. <laughs> well, go ahead. Um, so I got AJ Styles pinfall. Five aerial moves as well, and
2: oh yeah, he's getting the beat down after the match. Yeah, no doubt about that, Elijah. What do you have for the United States title match?
0: Hey, can you turn down my earphones a little? Yeah, sure, sure. Thank you.
2: All right, there we go.
0: Thank you. Um, I got a uh, loss. Oh, there we go. I got AJ pin seven aerial moves, and Alexander will get the ground pound.
2: So you got Alexander winning.
1: No, no, he said he's gonna get pounded after the oh, match.
2: Oh, well, he said he's gonna get the grounded pound. He does an MMA fighter or something like that. <laughs> I was like, okay, um, all right. So we all got AJ Styles there across yeah. the board. All right, the next match on the scorecard is the uh, Intercontinental Championship. Boy, I tell you what, they didn't even defend the Intercontinental Championship at SummerSlam. So mm-hmm. it feels like it's been, uh, it feels well, like it's been months since we've seen the Intercontinental Championship. But this belt means nothing to them. Unfortunately, no, it doesn't. The second most prestigious title, yeah. arguably, in the history of WWE. As
1: much history as this belt has, and there's poo-pooing on it. Yeah, well,
2: Nakamura's the current champion. He's going to have Sami Zayn in his corner taking on The Miz, who's uh, a nine-time Intercontinental champion already. Mm-hmm. could win it for the 10th time. But I'm going to go with Shinsuke Nakamura... Zane promo before or after the match, I'm going to say yes there because Zayn, that's all Zane does these days is cut promos. Near falls, I'll go with six. And Zane interference, uh, yeah, I think he'll cause a little bit of a distraction. Uh, I don't think he'll necessarily, you know, go, out. go really in there and, you know, touch the Miz, but he'll cause somewhat of a distraction. So I, I think that would count as an interference. So, yeah, I will say, yes, Zane will interfere some way somehow in the match.
1: Something we talked about a few weeks ago, and I think this may work into the storyline here. Uh, with John Cena being so hands-off at the WWE lately, they need that face to go around and do the TV shows and whatnot. Yeah. I think they're going to put the strap on The Miz so he can walk around with the belt on TV, smile and you know be an ambassador for the company. That's possible, yeah. I, I could see that happening. So I think they put the belt on The Miz. Uh, oh, of course, Zayn is going to cut a promo. Four near falls and Zayn interference, yes. All right, Elijah, what do you got?
0: No, I got Nakamura cause you probably low blow them is. The put they should have put that on there.
1: Naka
2: likes the balls. Yeah, but that's on that was <laughs> that was only an AJ Styles storyline, the thing there.
0: Who cares? Um I got Nakamura. <laughs> um I think Zane will cut yes, Zane will cut a promo. Four near falls and yes, Zane will interfere.
2: All right, next match, uh they're going to actually defend these titles for once. Um I'll put <laughs> these titles on the line at a pay-per-view for once. It's going to be the WWE Women's Tag Team Champions, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross defending against Fire and Desire, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Mm-hmm. I'm going with Fire and Desire on this one. Oh, I think it's snap. about, you know, I think they um it's about time you give them the belts. I think they're a uh, you know, an up-and-coming tag team, I, you know, they've been together since day one. Uh, instead of these ra- this random, you know, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross thing, they that just kind of randomly thrown together. Rose and DeVille, they've been a tag team, like I said, since day one when they came in with Absolution with Paige, and they stayed together since then. Uh, I think it's time. Rose and DeVille, I got them winning. I think Mandy Rose will pin Nikki Cross. And I got three aerial moves, I think, uh, you know. I, th- I know Alexa Bliss does her you know, Twisted Bliss, which is an aerial move. And uh, I don't know, it's going to be hard to find the other two, but uh, I think somewhere along the way they might get two in there. So I think three total aerial moves. But, yeah, Fire and Desire. I got the new women's tag team champs. Too bad
1: that Twisted Bliss is actually a name of one of her moves because that would have been a great name for the tag team.
2: Yeah, I guess it would have. Yeah, with Nikki Cross, yeah, it would have yeah. been. It would have you know, would have been an excellent. That's a good point there. Um, no, nah, man, I got to go with Alexa Bliss
1: and Cross here because I'm thinking – Remember all that scuttlebutt we heard back in the day when they were saying Rose was fixing get a huge push and it never happened. She must have did something pretty bad.
2: Well, she did get a title shot before WrestleMania, and I hope that wasn't the push they were talking about because that wasn't very much of a push. I mean, putting her in the title picture, you know, for some people these days could be considered a push. But you know, I think they need to push this tag team. I think they work well together. I, I think they're. I think they're real good. I mean, I think they're a great tag team. Like I said, they have a great chemistry. Uh, They both look good too. I mean, that's a that's a big time plus. Uh, So I think they would be a great tag team to put the belts on, to put the women's tag team titles on. So I I think they're going to finally pull the trigger because ever since you know they've implemented these tag team titles, you know Banks and Bailey had it for you know a month, and then Peyton Royce and you know. Billy Kay had it for a few months where they defended. that could have been a
1: great run, but they totally just screwed that up. Yeah,
2: and unfortunately, I have a feeling you know, and then and, and Bliss and Cross have had it, and it's been a you know an okay run, but uh, not the best either. But you know, there's so many title belts, like I don't know, I just can't seem to figure out why they just you know. You know they 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 hype up these women's tag team titles when they release them, and then once you know they're they're implemented, it's like they just doo doo all over them. So I don't know, but I think you know Mandy Rose Sonya Deville might be a you know I think to keep the title you know that that title picture interesting, you know have them change hands once in a while, you know don't just keep it on the iconics and have them do nothing. Don't just keep it on twist uh twist I almost call them twisted bliss. Yeah. Don't keep it on Mandy Rose and. I mean, don't keep it on Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross and just have them do nothing. Like, you know, if you're going to you know let the switch it up a little bit and you know if, even if that means rosen deville drop it the next time hey at least it's something you, you the titles are changing hands and you're you're doing something with it you know you are making it somewhat interesting rather than just keeping it on somebody and just having them sit there and hold the title belt and not defend them
1: right and the word from all the dirt sheets is that mcmahon still isn't on board with the whole women's tag team belts so i wonder if they just disappear one day well it's like I we mean, don't hear anything about it. they just disappear
2: well, I, you know, he's he's got to be somewhat o- on them because they're they're there. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um. Yeah.
1: Like I said, I got Bliss and Cross. I'm gonna go with Bliss making the fall on Rose,
2: and three arrow moves. All right, Elijah, what you got for the women's tag team titles?
0: I got Rose and the Veal Also, Patrick. I don't know if like I got to get a sticky note and put this on your forehead, forehead, in your computer. This is not a Dayton site, man.
2: What 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 did, what did I say that makes him think it's a dating site?
0: I mean, you're always talking about women, man.
2: And 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 and, and so what? What's your point? Is what I'm asking? You're
0: killing me, man! All All right. Killing me! All right. All right. I got Rose and Deville winning. Deville, um, Deville, absolutely demolishing Bliss into the floor, and then pinning her. And I think there will be four aerial moves.
2: All righty. Let's move on now to uh, another tag team match. This would be the SmackDown tag team titles. It's the New Day defending against The Revival. And uh, this Mm -hmm. one was kind of tough. I didn't know. I thought maybe. But The the Revival's on Raw. Am I I not wrong about that? The Revival is on Raw. So why would they have the SmackDown tag team titles? I don't know, which is why I think The New Day is going to retain. This whole wild card brand split is just so, I don't know, I'm... I I'm, I'm at the point now where I'm just like just have everybody on just go anywhere they want and, or I don't know it, it's so confusing and I'm not a, I was never a fan of a brand split ever. I you wish, think? you know, cuz I I grew up watching, you know, where everybody was on every show and that granted, you know, the the rosters these days are a lot more deep than they used to be, but uh the, the, you know, the revival's on raw. So why are they fighting for the SmackDown Tag Team titles? I, I don't know. So, whatever. I, but <laughs> that's why I got the New Day retaining. I got Xavier Pennings, Scott Dawson, and Francesca notes played. I'll say zero. Oh, wow. This is during the match, by the way. Well, so I zero.
1: It seems to be uh, the safe bet because it's been pretty much zero the last few times it's been. Well, right? I do
2: I don't think he's going to play it during the match. I think he'll play it before and possibly after the match. But I think during the match, which is when these extras are counted.
1: I uh, see. There you go. Reading the extras down at the bottom. Not, I, I didn't it, read that.
2: There's yeah. There, there's nothing to read at the bottom. There. It doesn't say anything about it. Just you. You. It, it's. You know. We've done these scorecards long enough to know. Unless otherwise noted, these extras or only counted bell to bell. Mm. Mhm. Well then that kind of makes me not want to say 12. Oh uh, yeah, that's uh I mean hey unless you think he's going to play that thing 12 times during the match from bell to bell, then by all mm. means keep it at 12. I'm going to stick with my gut here. You're going to go with 12?
1: All right. I'm also going to stick with my swerve. The revival wins. Oh, okay. Go yeah. ahead. Ever since they wanted their release, they've been pretty high on these dudes. <laughs> they're trying to keep them, so I think they're going to put a strap on them. All right. Well, there you go. So you got the revival win. And what are your yeah. other extras you got? I got Dawson making the fall on Big E. Oh, yeah. That would be a big time pinfall right there. Yeah. And then 12, Francesca
2: notes played. All right. Let's go to Elijah. Elijah, what do you have?
0: I got the revival. I got Dawson. Pinion Woods, and after Patrick and Lightness with that information, uh, I changed my six to a zero.
2: Oh, okay, yeah. Who's copying who now? Huh? Cheater. Yeah, who's copying who now? Huh? All right, let's go now to the uh, the other tag team title match. Uh, it's the Raw Tag Team titles. This is where things are going to get a little interesting. Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman will defend their Raw Tag Team titles against the most random, uh, <laughs> an, another random tag team they just yeah. threw together. And Ziggler and Rude, who who got this opportunity by winning a gauntlet match by defeating other real tag teams. So I don't know, but despite the <laughs> fact that they're just a randomly thrown together tag team, I got Ziggler and Rude winning this match. Uh, Because I think they're just, I don't know, I think the whole Rollins-Strowman thing, having the tag team titles is just a little bit of a storyline to go into their universal title match. So I think, you know, they'll take the titles off of them because I just can't see them going ahead as the, the tag team champions when they're, they're, they're going to fight for the universal title. And one man's going to win, one man's going to lose, and that's just going to cause, I think, some kind of just... Uh, you know, a little tension between the two, and I don't think they can go forward being the tag team champ. So I think Ziggler and Rude will win it. They'll eventually lose it, obviously, uh, I think sooner than later. But Ziggler and Rude's going to win it. I got Ziggler pinning Rollins. Uh, Rollins, Strowman fight each other during the match. I will say no, but I think they'll start fighting each other maybe after the match, after they lose. But during the match, I will say they will not fight each other.
1: You know what? They are really screwing the pooch with Bobby Roode.
2: Oh, I, I, tell me something I don't know. This
1: guy is a main eventer. And... They should have kept him in NXT and kept him a main eventer. Yep. Killing I me. I agree. Um with that said, I got Rollins and Strowman retaining. I got Rollins pinning Ziggler and oh yeah. Rollins and Strowman, they're gonna throw. Oh yeah.
2: All right. Elijah, what you have for the raw tag team title match?
0: I got Ziggler and Rune. I got Ziggler pinning Rollins, because I think like when Ziegler and um, I mean Rollins and Strowman. They, they they start doing the tags, and one of them doesn't want to go in, so he tags the other one. Mm-hmm. Goes back and forth. So Ziggler rolls. Oops. So Ziegler rolls up um Rollins, mm-hmm. and he gets the three. And yes, that's a definitely yes on the Rollins and Strowman um trying to uh, knock out one each other
2: all right it works for me uh all right let's go to the smackdown women's championship match it is bailey versus charlotte flair and this is a hometown match uh, match for charlotte flair mm-hmm. uh, and we know how you know how hometown people do in you know in matches these days they don't seem to do so well but i got the queen charlotte hey, flair hey, when, yeah. I got Charlotte Flair winning this match via submission. I think she's going to hit her with that figure eight. You hardly ever pick Charlotte Flair. <laughs> well, in this particular situation, I don't know. I just, I, you know, I don't feel like, I don't know. I guess there's, there's not a lot of hype around this match. No one's really talking about it. And I think Flair is going to swoop in and just kind of take one from Bailey, get the title back, I think, for what, the 10th time? She's going to be a 10-time women's champion now. So I think, and it's in her hometown. I think maybe, you know, maybe the nature boy comes out, celebrates nah. with her a little bit in her hometown. Uh, she did win the, I'm pretty sure she did win the SmackDown Tag, uh, not tag team, SmackDown Women's Championship in Charlotte maybe a couple of years ago. And Ric Flair showed up after the match to celebrate with. That was on a SmackDown, though. That wasn't on a pay per view. But I think Charlotte Flair wins via submission, three near falls, match over 15 minutes. Nope. I say it will be uh, slightly under. Gotcha. I got the queen as well. I know you got the queen. That's your girl right there, boy. (laughs) Submission,
1: six aerial moves, and yes, it will be over 15 minutes. You know who else got Charlotte Flair? Who's that? Andrade.
2: Ah, you know he does. Boy, somebody posted a picture of Charlotte Flair, like, uh, was it on Facebook, or maybe it was on Reddit or something earlier today, and she was like, you know, getting out of the ring, but man, like... The legs on that woman is just ridiculous, but the, but you know what the thing about Charlotte is, man, she's she must be making a lot of money because man, she's just doing all this reconstructing to herself, and it's well, they may pay for that. That right. may just be like well, Andrade's paying for. Hey, it. I don't know. if you want to get this done, we'll do it. Type thing. You know yeah, I, mean? I guess. But I tell you what, if you because the other day they posted, you know, a then and now, like some then and nows of. Well, I tell you what, Charlotte almost looks like a whole new woman uh, compared to what she was when she was starting NXT. Man, it's a, uh, it's really incredible. Tell you yeah. what, and you know she still looked good back then, as far as I'm concerned. But boy, to now she's like, ooh, good lord. Did you see the picture that WWE took off of their website of Bailey recently? Yeah, the thong was showing. Yeah. Yeah. Donk, 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 it was donk, donk. You, I saw the photo. You could honestly like. Unless you were trying to see it it really wasn't it wasn't that obvious. no but it, w- it was not revealing at all. I don't know why they took it off, even though they're you know p g Yeah, I didn't think it was that revealing, but you know if you you brought it up and you, you could see, oh, there it is, you know like but it wasn't one of those things that just stuck out like, oh my God, look at Bailey's thong, but you know Bailey and a thong, hey, I'm." I'm all about that life. A funny story. I'm all about that, that hug life. If
1: you go back on our YouTube page and you go all the way down to uh, interviews.
2: Who, Bailey's YouTube page? Oh,
1: no, our YouTube page. Oh, our
2: YouTube page. Yeah, yeah. The search
1: the average marks. Okay. Go, uh, go to playlists, go to interviews. The Tommy Dreamer interview, he talks about one of his superstitions. And one of them was for a while he wore a pink thong <laughs> and he wore it until it pretty much disintegrated.
2: Well, Cause that, he never washed it. Well, that's that, that's that's quite interesting. But, yeah. All right. It's a great interview. The the, the 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 mental image of Tommy Dreamer in a pink thong. <laughs> He's and, the innovator of violence, man. Uh, yeah. But tell you what, uh, you could fool me with that pink thong
1: you got on there, mm-hmm. Tommy. And every time I hear him say that he saw our tweet and he thinks this about it, like I still mark out about that to this day. Yeah. God bless Twitter, even though
2: I don't understand it. All right, now you just yeah you gave your SmackDown women's title predictions huh? Yes. All right, Elijah, what you have?
0: Hey, Patrick, Pink's the new red.
2: Okay. He has a point. Okay.
0: You know, can, you know, you know, ECW that would always bleed.
2: Okay. All right. Whatever.
0: Okay. Um, I got Bailey winning because you know how she turned heel. I think they might try you know like the yeah. Booster. I don't think that's even working, but. I mean, I think they may try, you know, the booster, you know, we know how WWE's production teams are trash, Mm -hmm. um...
2: Uh, but WWE's production team is actually trash. Stellar. Now you mean in creative, which yeah, they're yeah. scuttlebutt that they're at each other's throats right now. Yeah, creative is questionable, but production you can't sit there. The trash is the, the furthest thing from WWE production. But go ahead. All right,
0: wrong one. I mean, I mean creative. Yeah, go ahead. Creative's trash. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, production. Um, you're awesome guys. Um, I got Bailey. Bailey winning pin four near falls. And no way there would be plus 15 minutes.
2: Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. All right, so let's go now to the WWE Championship, Max. WWE. WWE World. Um, (laughs) uh, It's Kofi Kingston versus Randy Orton for, uh, I think, what, at least second or third time now. Um, Bruh. Yeah, I know. I'm ready for a new feud, honestly. But with that being said, I, I was I was I almost went with Randy Orton here, but I decided I'm gonna go with Kofi Kingston. Um five near falls, sixteen minute match time, and uh the times that Orton yells stupid, I'll give it three. Ah, good choice. That's what I picked as well.
1: Uh I'm gonna go with Kofi Kingston, four near falls, eighteen minute time uh
2: match time and three stupids. All right, let's go to Elijah. What you have for the WWE championship.
0: I got Kofi winning Five near falls, f- fifty minutes exact, fifteen minutes exactly, and I think four times Randy will yell "stupid."
2: Randy ripping off Jericho, an idiot. To be fair, that you know, this whole stupid thing came from the you know the storyline that him and the feud that they had ten years ago, Kofi and Randy. So mm. you know, Randy Orton did originate this stupid thing, so just just saying. Um, but uh, Jericho does it better, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. And now now the new thing is the bubbly. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that thing is it's everywhere. Oh, my yeah. God. Dude. I saw the other day he's made bubbly club shirts. I mean, hey, look, when you got something hot like that, you know, you...
1: This guy's making Scrooge McDuck money off a of bubbly
2: merchandise. Yep, and uh, it was funny because... The, one of the funniest memes I saw so far was it was uh, the episode of The Simpsons when Bart finds all those megaphones and he lines them up all in a row. And so, cause so Bart, you know, he sees them all on the wall. He grabs one and, like, they're showing the video. And then when he goes, I don't know what Bart really says in it, but when he goes to talking and he, you hear Jericho's voice, bubbly. <laughs> so, like, he's trying another one, bubbly. So he lines them all up and finally he says, Bubbling and it's like so loud and it's just it's so funny, dude. It was hilarious. But uh, yeah, they're they're making those bubbly memes left and right.
1: While you're bringing up memes, we got to talk about this one: the foul mouth fr- uh, crying kid on the Texas LSU game. Yeah, that kid
2: started like crying. Like LSU was only up by six points, but he knew, bruh. I mean, he knew. I didn't know. That's for sure. I nah, was but still. He knew. I was still kind of nervous at that point, and this kid's boohooing and crying because. I don't know and it, cursing like a sailor. I tell you what, I'd slap my kid if and I they was, kept going back to him. I would have slapped my kid. I'd have said, "You better quit crying, These son." No pansies,
1: like, national TV.
2: Yeah, first no, it's because it's, it's a football game. stop crying, like get over it. Well, he was all in, but the, the, I, I first of all, uh, as big of an L, as an as an as big of an LSU fan as I am, I have never, not once cried after LSU lost. Not one time. Not even after they got shellacked by Alabama in the national championship. Yeah, but you weren't like a little kid. But even, you know, back when I was a little kid, I started watching LSU football when I was like 11 years old. Yeah. And I think this kid was probably about that age. I never even thought about crying after LSU lost the game. I was like, so what? Like, yeah. it sucks. Don't get me wrong. Like, I was mad. But, like, I am going to start crying. And, you know, this kid was ugly crying. Like, he yeah. was like, like, dude, like, I'd be like – I. Backhand. Oh, I'd be like, dude, stop crying, you little wuss. So not only did they catch him
1: getting countless F-words and S-words, they also uh, got Matthew McConaughey saying an F-word on there. Yeah,
2: they did get Matthew McConaughey dropping an F-bomb on national TV. Still love McConaughey, though. McConaughey's yeah. a legend. All right,
1: all right, all right.
2: But, what, but the funny one I was talking about was the kid
1: crying, and the caption was, "When they tell you Texas is back," mm-hmm. and then the bottom
2: said, "But Texas really isn't back." No, they're not back. <laughs> At least they weren't back this past week. So I mean, they were in a sense because they looked good. But you know, LSU got away with that win, and I yeah, was screw them trying to kill us in that uh, locker room. They're claiming it was that apparently some Louisiana Tech coaches. But Skip Holtz, the Louisiana Tech coach, came out and said I never contacted LSU and told them anything about that. And he said something about you know. I don't remember it being like a sauna in there, but I don't remember it being cool either. So, yeah. so I don't think they, they well, Coach really O noticed. got some kind of tip. He brought blowers with him. I don't know. That's a whole other. That's that's I don't know. A, I think we should just fight him. Well, we won the match. We won the game, so I don't care. But that's another story for, for another day. So. Yeah. We'll go last chance you on
1: him and just
2: yeah. fight him. There you go.
1: Hey, screw a game. We're just going to fight. Yeah.
2: All right. Ain't no uh, game today. All right. I gave my WWE um, championship predictions uh, Mike Yeo, which you got for the WWE title.
1: Uh I think I already went.
2: A uh, Kofi, four near
1: falls, eighteen minute match time and three Orton stupids. Okay. I think Elijah went too. Didn't you go?
2: No, I don't think he, he Yeah, he went. All right. If if y'all say so. Four all right, yeah, if y'all say so. Uh all right, let's go now to
1: Chris, rewind the tape. <laughs>
2: Wait, Dad, you <laughs> uh, good. I remember that. Yeah. All right, let's go now. This. it's because 'cause I'm that good. Yeah. All right, let's go now to the Raw Women's title match. This is Becky Lynch versus uh, the boss, Sasha Banks. Uh, this one, this one, I got a little, little bit of a different, uh, I guess, result. I got Becky winning, but I got to win by disqualification. I don't think she's going to... I think the only way Becky would beat Sasha, I guess, would be via like submission, but I don't think they're going to have Sasha tap out. So I'm gonna say that uh, Becky's gonna win by DQ, and they'll probably end up fighting again sometime down the line, which I'm cool with because this has become a, an interesting little rivalry, in my opinion. But I got Becky winning via. I mean,
1: pay the man.
2: I mean, who gotta- cares? Because Vince got Charlotte right now, so you know that that's, that's all that Vince cares about, honestly. But you know they've been using the man gimmick for a little while now. While all of a sudden he's kind of hey, you know what? I want some money for this. And first of all, it's just the man, like. Yeah, I, I understand that you know Ric Flair. You know to be the man, you got to beat the man. And Ric Flair is the man, but come on now, dude. Like, you can make money doing all you, when you know doing all this other stuff. But now you're gonna try to just get a free check because they're using the term the man. It's not like they're ripping you off. If anybody's ripping you off, it's your daughter because she's wooing all the time. So, <laughs> well,
1: I mean, come on.
2: Yeah, exactly. So once again. You know, if you're going to, if you want to sue somebody, sue your daughter because she's ripping you off more than Becky Lynch is, in my opinion. Dang. No love for the Nate. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the Nate, but, you know, this is, you pick and choose your battles, Nate. Like, this is not, you know, it's not a battle that I think you're going to win. So, yeah. Now, if WWE wants to pay him a little money, you know, plus if anything, you know, I'm sure WWE, p- yeah, drink away those profits. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I got Becky Lynch winning.
1: Uh, pinfall, three finishers, and two submission rope breaks.
2: All right, Elijah, what you have for the Raw women's title match?
0: Becky one belt. Banana. I got Becky one belt, submission, three finishers. Oh, um, submission rope breaks, five. I spaced out for like three seconds.
2: Come back to the podcast, Elijah.
0: I'm sorry.
2: Alright, let's move on now to uh, what I expect to be the main event of the evening, and that'll the be... main event of the evening. And that'll be Braun Strowman versus Seth Rollins for the Universal Championship. Uh, once again, I, I really wanted to go with Braun here, but I think Rollins is going to retain some way, somehow, and... I think he's gonna get the pinfall victories and he probably hit him with a couple of curve stomps, honestly. I got three total finishers. Match time, fourteen minutes and winner attacked after the match. Um I'm gonna say no. I think you know, they want to keep them both faces. So I think, you know, it'll be a hard fought, clean match. And I-, I think, you know, unless they want to turn Braun heel or something after the match, but I think they might just shake hands or, you know, say, you know, good match or whatever the case may be. Show some sportsmanship after the match. So I'll say no uh after the Universal title match as far as someone tacking uh each other.
1: I don't understand. Braun is such a monster.
2: I don't know why he wouldn't be consistently a heel. I don't know, but I mean he's kind of one of those he's one of the more over guys in the company right mm-hmm. now, so I think they're trying they're they're trying to get some faces to just get Because 'Cause don't get me wrong, I like Rollins, but man, sometimes the dude is so cheesy that <laughs> it's like <laughs> I just uh I don't know. Like sometimes when he talks I just cringe. Oh yeah? I, it's true. I sometimes yeah. I do. All right. I got Rollins. Your boy. Yeah.
1: I got pinfall, seven finishers, 17-minute match time, and no, the winner
2: will not be attacked after the match. All right, let's go to Elijah. Elijah, what do you have for the universal title match?
0: I got Braun Strowman. I got pin, six finishers, a 20-minute match, and no. But if it does happen, they might actually get um Brock Lesnar off his rump and do something. So...
2: I think the next time, uh, personally, I think the next time we see Brock Lesnar will be at the uh, the first SmackDown on Fox, which will be October the 4th, which is a little less than a month away. So, 600K in the bank. Yeah, good old Brock. You know, Mr. You know, walking around with that boom yeah. box of a Brock party. Yeah, that was kind of lame, but.
1: Bro, I tell you what, if I made 600K every time I showed up
2: on TV, I'd, uh, you I'd be like, showing up on TV all the time. I'd be dancing. You'd be dancing like that too, huh? I'd be
1: like, guys, I'm here. You might as well use me. Yeah. I didn't drive here for nothing.
2: Yep. And then, uh, also on the scorecard, the 24-7 championship, current champion is R-Truth. They're not done with this yet. <laughs> no, they're not done. Uh, on a, on main event on a Monday night, they were in the Garden. Uh, and, of course, Ennis Cantor, former New York Nick, was there. He showed up and actually won the 24-7 title for about, 20 seconds, and now he's a member of the Boston uh, Celtics. So he pulled the ultimate heel move. I don't know if you saw the video, no. but he's wearing his blue jumpsuit and he pins R Truth and he unzips his jumpsuit and he's got his Boston Celtics what? jersey on in the garden. Yes! Ultimate heel move from Ennis Cancer, but then R Truth rolls him up and wins it back. So, what did the crowd do? Oh, they booed the hell out of them. I bet. Oh, yeah, dude. You know, that's a bunch of New York Knicks fans in there. Can't stand the Celtics. Did you hear
1: about the 76ers fan who went to the Eagles game?
2: Stop. Oh,
1: the Eagles game with a Washington Redskins jersey on? No. I he didn't. got beat up by a whole he bunch got, of Eagles fans? Damn, he got beat up. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's... Look, you don't go to a Phillies game when you play for the 76ers and wear
2: a Redskins jersey. Mm hmm. You, you're going to get these hands. That's like, uh, what was it, one time there was a video of this Baltimore Ravens fan at a Cleveland game. And, like, Baltimore just scored a touchdown, I guess, to like kind of put it away. And he's walking up the stairs like, yeah, all right. And, dude, I'm tense. <laughs> They're going to fight no, I was you. I'm talking about Cleveland.
1: I know. But that's oh. what I'm saying. They're a bunch of pansies. Oh, okay. Philly fans and Raiders fans will fight you. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. You start cheering for your team. You're getting smacked. Well, I have no intentions of ever going to an Oakland Raiders game nor a Philadelphia Eagles game. What about game. a
1: Las Vegas Raiders game?
2: No, nah. that would be fun. Uh that'd probably be fun. But catch I just, a few shows. I've never been out to the West Coast, so uh, you know, I don't see myself going there anytime soon. Catch though. Aerosmith. Yeah, that would be cool. And then go to a football game. That would be great. I'd love to go to Las Vegas. Here, Las Vegas is a bet great time. There's some sports. Here, Las Vegas. Oh, that, now that, that'd be the first thing I think I'd go do in Las Vegas. I'd go find a big prop bet depending on what time of the year it was. And, I, you know, like if it was like July or early August, you know, go put a little prop bet on the Saints to win the Super Bowl. Bruce Merchant does that.
1: No, it'd be sometime in the fall because we'd be going to see a Raiders game.
2: Oh, well... Maybe do a prop bet for like the, the so Heisman you, Trophy or College Football National yeah. Champion or something like you that. You play a few little parlays on some college games. Well, I tell you what, if somebody put some money before the season start on Joe Burrow winning the Heisman Trophy, yeah. they, they could cash in. I'm not yeah. saying they will, but right as of right now, he's, he's he, balling. his odds have, have risen greatly Go Tigers. In, 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 a, in a good way. All right, so a 24-7 championship. Uh, I think R-Truth will be the champ after, at the end of the show. I think there will be two title changes, though. I think somebody will get it from him, and then he'll get, he'll, get, he'll get it back. Yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, Drake Maverick ending up the belt. Two changes. I think. Okay, look, th- this is my thoughts on the whole Drake Maverick thing. Okay, the whole thing with you know his wife trying to consummate his marriage and stuff. Um, you know, let let's start letting some other people get in this title picture. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to the point. I think I don't even think EC three's chasing him around anymore. Like, <laughs> come on, where EC three, bro? I- you think EC three? Did he not win at one time? Though? Send I think that dude he- back down to NXT. Yeah, they they just he's just been a failure ever since. He or just was- release them so he can go back to Impact. Or AEW. Yes. Not really using. And I know our truth is the funny factor and whatnot. It's great, but let started getting some more people in there. Can you imagine? Like Ennis Cancer just won the, the, the damn belt. Like, let's, yeah. uh, you know, can we can we get some other people that are not doing anything in the bag to, you know, win this belt?
1: Can you imagine at full gear, a music hits that you don't recognize? There's nothing on the Tron showing you who it is. And then out walks Dixie Carter. Oh, and then she That'll introduces EC three. That'll never happen. That would be dope. Yeah, that would that that'd be crazy. That would be that'd be the holy s moment of the year. Yeah, and then she would be his valet, and they'd start like a little stable, like of all like rich people. MGF, uh, MJF would join. Yeah,
2: dog. Oh, oh, you talking about it in uh, AEW? Oh, I thought you were talking about WWE. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, AEW. That'd be a little more. I guess a little more. Likely to happen, but not. Well, they much hired more Bischoff. Why wouldn't they hire Dixie Carter? Yeah, but Bischoff has been with WWE for for years. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah. Go ahead. What you got for the twenty four seven title, Elijah?
0: Oh, um, I got Maverick winning, and I got three title changes.
2: All right. So you got Maverick walking out of there with uh I just want to. I'd walk out with Maverick's wife, though. I know that. <laughs> Can't. Uh, was it Rochelle? She's Michelle, Ma- Michelle Goose. Renee is thinks her name, or Renee Michelle. I think is whatever the hell her name is. But boy, she's a. He's quite the looker. Drake Maverick is a lucky dude. And I know damn well he's confiscated. Uh, confiscated. He's con- he confiscated. Uh, confiscated. He's consummated that marriage uh, already, <laughs> so uh, hundreds of times. Um, all right, let's go now to let's go to announce table destruction, and then we'll go to ah. schedules. Uh, announce table destruction. I got English and Spanish good, and I have other being destroyed. I know Braun Strowman's in this thing, but I'm going strictly cruise method here. They're all good. All right, Elijah, what do you have for the announce tables?
0: Yeah, I want the cruise.
2: Okay, so you got them all good. All right, now let's go to the unscheduled appearances here. Um, all right, I'm gonna go ahead and give them my five. I got Daniel Bryan, Bray Wyatt, Baron Corbin, Chad Gable, and Ch- Chad Gable and Kevin Owens because. Uh, Aren't they supposed to have the King of the Ring finals at the – Oh, And that's not on the score. But I think – this is what I think PW scorecards did. They did make a a scorecard strictly for the King of the Ring tournament. So maybe Mm -hmm. they just kept the final off of this scorecard because they already have another scorecard for that tournament. But I'm of the assumption that they're having the King of the Ring finals at Clash of Champions and Baron Corbin and Chad Gable are going to be fighting in the finals. So quick prediction, who's going to win? I mean, obviously, it's going to be Baron Corbin. Yeah, I know you're not a fan. People, no, people are slowly coming around to Baron Corbin because because they're a bunch of sheep. Well, that's because you know what? Because because I think they're not he's, they're not shoving Baron Corbin down our throats oh, like as much you. as they used to. I guess so. I'm kind of coming around to Baron Corbin in a sense. That I I, I think I think he's a great heel. I think he's. I, I just think he's a good heel. But uh, I'd ra- I would have. There's plenty of other guys I would have rather seen win the king of the ring tournament like uh ricochet like drew mcintyre yes. uh two names or even kevin owens i thought yes. kevin owens would have been great too but all of them way more deserving uh, uh but speaking corbin. of kevin owens just got fired on tuesday this is why i think he's mm-hmm. going to show up sunday because anybody who gets fired shows up right after so yeah. uh but yeah daniel bryan bray wyatt baron corbin chad gable and kevin owens are my five unscheduled so what do you got this is a clash of champions baby so i got walter Oh. Shayna Baszler, Oh Drake Maverick, Okay
1: Ember Moon and Daniel Bryan. Okay, that's a good little little slew there. Can you imagine a Walter and Braun Strowman stare down, dude?
0: Wait, who's Walter?
1: He's the uh, NXT UK Championship. He's a monster. Stop it! I can only
2: get so erect. Dad, gum it.
0: Wait, what about that? Um, a real crazy guy who used to put it in his mouth all the time with the long hair. Like the English guy. Pete Dunne, the bruiser Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy. What happened to him?
2: He's an NXT. Oh. Right. He's just hanging um, out.
0: They should use him more.
2: Well, can call Vince. Yeah.
0: Come on, Vince. Um, I got I went the sports way here. I got Rob Gronkowski. Yes. The Panthers. You know, Carolina Panthers.
2: The whole one you can only pick five.
0: Yeah, that's like the Panthers. That's like fifty three. <laughs> Wait,
2: because the NFL team is a fifty three man roster. No,
0: that's counting as one, Patrick. Um, that,
2: that 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 no, you gotta change that.
0: Oh, I. Well, you know it. what? You know what?
2: Don't change it because it's not even gonna count anyway. So go ahead.
0: <laughs> Quiet, Patrick. Um, I got um, Grop uh, Gronkowski, the Panthers, Ric Flair, Daniel Bryan, and Ronda Rousey. Well,
2: at the rate he was going, I was expecting to hear Tom Brady, uh, <laughs> the New England Patriots, Blake, Blake Bortles, uh, Drew Brees, Alvin Kamara. Uh so yeah, that's cool. Go ahead. is this the Super Bowl? Well I don't know. Is it the Super Bowl? You got the whole damn Panthers team showing up to to the event, apparently. So and Rob Gronkowski who's you know got nothing yes. better to do apparently during during retirement. Rob's slimming down, man. Did you yeah. see him on that game? I saw Looking him good. I saw him hanging out at Barstow headquarters, man. He's uh, he's trimming up, man. Yeah. And uh um, he could probably come back and play football anytime he wanted to. Nah,
1: but. he's already got that Gronk money. He don't want to come back. Yeah, he's
2: got the Super Bowl titles and everything and he's he's, he's probably living it up in in retirement right now. But, yeah, that is the... Plus, him uh, and his brothers have a whole bunch of businesses together. Yeah, they're probably going to go into, like, the weed business then. It'll <laughs> be like Mike Tyson. <laughs> yeah. they, they just seem like those kind of guys. But, but yeah, that is the champ, uh, Clash of Champions scorecard. So, you know, if you haven't done so yet, you can pause the podcast go, uh, or just finish listening to it now and... uh you go uh, go to our Facebook, Twitter pages. We've got the links to PW scorecards. Fill it out. Play along with us on Sunday because a Sunday night is going down. Clash yeah. of Champions in North Charlotte, North Carolina. How much longer we got? We got about... Eleven minutes. Uh, let's talk cheap heat. Enzo and Cash. All right, cheap heat. Enzo and, and Cash. Ca- I thought you said Cash. No, I know. I keep saying that for some reason. So Big Cass and Enzo. What, what you want to talk about, Big Cass and Enzo? What you got? You, I know you got something.
1: Yeah. So we heard last week after the podcast that um all the scuttlebutt about the possibility of WWE bringing back Enzo and Cash to NXT mm-hmm. was just from Enzo. Because Triple H said, hey, that's a one way street. Yeah. I've never said anything like that. They're not coming back. Yeah, Triple H shot down those rumors, I mean, very quickly. I tell you what, did not see it live, but when I saw it on video, I popped so hard when they showed up at that ROH
2: event. Oh, yeah. Dog. I, cause we watched, because Brink and I, we were, because I went to Brink's house for WrestleMania weekend and we're watching it. And it's crazy because Brink noticed it before I did. I'm sure we talked about this before on the podcast, but we'll mention it again. He's like, man, that looks like Enzo Amore, and like the next thing you know, like near where he points to Enzo, I see this big, tall dude, and I'm like, is that big cast? Like well, that's the thing they never really showed them on on G1 supercars. You had to see cell phone footage from fans. Yeah, so it was it was kind of a wild situation
0: and they there. Like they were
2: fighting for real, and I thought Enzo was going to show up at Madison Square Garden this week because he had put something on his Twitter about New York Part 1 or something. something. He said mentioned something about that, and people were thinking, oh, Lord, he's going to – because he showed up at Survivor Series, was it last year, mm-hmm. and he tried to hijack the show, and they yeah. kicked him out, and then they show up at you know the Ring of Honor show. Speaking of, you know, we talk about Enzo and Cass. They showed up at the G1 Supercard, but they're not – you know, and Enzo got into the little altercation. It wasn't much of an altercation with Joey Janela at the Blink-182 concert, but yeah. – like are, are these guys going to show up at a at a promotion and actually wrestle or are they just I sure hope so. Are they just all hype right now? I mean, what
1: what's going on with them? Uh probably all hype. I don't know why anybody doesn't want to touch them.
2: However, yeah, Big Cass seems like I I saw recent pictures of Big Cass and it seems like he's kind of getting back in shape. Yeah. Now, I think this would be a perfect time for NWA
1: to sign these cats. They're starting the film in October in Atlanta. Yeah. They just crowned some new um tag team champions that they're starting to push really hard. Yeah. Dude, Enzo and Cash would be perfect, not only to get you a big pop on TV, mm-hmm. but to give you some name recognition in that tag team
2: division. Yeah. W- what promotion do you think they would work best in? Enzo and Cash, mm, I don't know. It, you know, I think I, I think they could work well in any promotion to be honest because they have the name recognition now they were in wwe they were kind of a hot tag team in wwe i think anybody that wants to you know honor, is starting to just fall under yeah and if they want to get some eyes back on their product you know you got to get guys with the name recognition of an enzo and Cass. and same thing with nwa um you know they're a pro- promotion who has a lot of you know history but you know they're starting to go under as well and you know you're going to be on tv now hey uh, and you know what else i think impact could uh Certainly, use an Enzo and Cass as well. I don't think AEW needs them, and I don't think WWE needs them, and uh, I don't think a New Japan needs them as well. So, I think a Ring of Honor, NWA, maybe an Impact those three, those are the three that would probably need an Enzo and Cass the most.
1: And they would make a big splash on Impact because not only is their roster already strong, their parent company, Anthem, just bought Access TV from
2: Mark Cuban. Yeah, so, so-
1: Impact has a home that also has New Japan. And while wrestling,
2: yeah so that so does that mean impact is going to be on access TV now because I got to be because I catch be. access I, I TV at the house it's got to be, so uh that would be nice because um you know flip it through the channels because every now and again on the weekends I'll flip through the channels and I see new Japan on I'll turn on new Japan yeah. on access TV granted it's rarely live, but um I would love to see some live impact wrestling on uh on access TV from time to time I might right. you know I might check it out. Yeah, definitely.
1: Or I'd say even MLW. MLW is making a push. They have the dynasty with Brian Pillman Jr., with uh, Teddy Hart, mm-hmm. and with Davy Boy Smith Jr. Doesn't
2: Jim Cornette work for them too? Uh, I know they just hired Tom Pritchard. Uh, I, mean, I think I could I, I thought maybe, or I thought maybe Jim Cornette does some backstage stuff for them. Let me see. Been watching a few of their episodes on YouTube, and I have not seen Jim Cornette on there. Cornell was signed with Major League Wrestling as an agent and color commentator. I don't know if that's what he's he, currently doing. You no,
1: know, he's, he's not on there anymore. I know that for sure.
2: Well, he does that podcast, but I thought Jim Cornell was maybe with uh, Major League Wrestling recently. Major League Wrestling, he was there earlier this year. Let's see. It was reported that following the show, he was not signed on any further shows. That was back from a uh, event in July, so um continued to do do commentary for them working fury road in june and their following event in july so that's the last we've seen of uh, jim Cornette. but uh yeah he's got his two podcasts now the jim Cornette experience and the jim cornet's drive-through but uh yeah he was in major league wrestling uh, as of you know a couple of months ago but now he's not really doing nothing
1: bro if you're out there and you're a wrestling fan do not sleep on mlw that is a fantastic product Mm mm-hmm Fantastic. Their heavyweight champion, Jacob Fatu, is an absolute beast.
2: Is he related to Rikishi, I'm guessing? Yes, he is. Is he like his son? Yes. nephew, or I think it's his son. Also, oh, he's brothers with uh, the Usos, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. How come, they, uh, how come WWE doesn't sign this Jacob Fatu? Is he not good, as good as his brothers? I think, if I'm not mistaken,
1: I think he may have competed. Okay, no, that was another one.
2: Never mind. But yeah, back to Big Cass and Enzo. Um yeah, uh, I- I'm just curious because, you know, they showed up at this Ring of Honor event and we still don't know if it was, I th- I don't think it was a work, I think it was a shoot thing that they jumped the rail and I don't think Ring of Honor was really expecting it and, you know, because it was just, it was kind of mayhem when it happened. Bro, because
1: that one punch
2: that... Because ins- if it, it would have been a work, I don't mean to cut you off, but if it, if it would have been a work, we would have seen them in Ring of Honor by now. Yeah. I mean, that was, you know, five months ago. Yeah.
1: Um that one punch that Enzo gave one of the Briscoes legitly buckled his knees, and you could tell he was gone for a 2nd Mm-hmm. And it was... Oh, it was so good. Certified G, man. Yeah, bro.
2: So, uh, I don't know. I don't know if anybody wants to touch these guys, though.
1: Yeah, it seems like pre- people are pretty
2: hands-off with them. I don't know why. They got a great gimmick. Yeah, they do. And, I mean, like I said, they have a name recognition. And, and here's the, But this is the interesting thing about it, like they've been working together with whatever it is they're doing because when they both you know when they you know when uh Cass turned heel in WWE and then of course uh, eventually you know Enzo got released and then Cass got released like apparently like they weren't even boys anymore like they were yeah. cool with each other they didn't talk to each other and now they're like then all of a sudden by surprise they showed up that's why i thought it was a work because From what I was hearing, you know, in real life, they're shoot, you know, not, they're not, they're not cool with each other. But now, apparently, I I guess they got to be cool to some degree because they showed up to the Ring of Honor event together and then they've been kind of marketing themselves together. So I don't know what the hell they're trying to do, but. um, Well, I think they know they
1: need each other.
2: Yeah, I guess. Because Enzo's rap career. I think Cass needs Enzo more than Enzo needs Cass, in my opinion. See, I don't think so. Because have you you've heard
1: Enzo rap, I've played you a rap song of his. Yeah, that's, he's know. not making any money from that, bro. No,
2: but I don't know how this guy's surviving. But he's still he's still a more to me. He's still the the more popular of the two. Oh, of course. So that's why I think Cass needs you know Enzo more than Enzo needs Cass. I think it's a symbiotic relationship. I think they both need each other equally, and
1: I think they realize that. That's where mm-hmm. we're like, look, let's squash it. Yeah, let's start making some headlines.
2: Yeah, but I, you know, as far as them showing up in a in a wrestling promotion, you know, they need to they need to make a move because right now, they, what the hell are they doing? I would love to see them, and even though the tag team division
1: is pretty strong in AEW, I'd love to see them in AEW.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing them in AEW as well, and I'm looking forward to you know a week from today, NXT goes to USA Live, and then about three weeks from today. AEW goes live on TNT, so boy, boy, we got a lot. are gonna have a lot to talk about the next couple of weeks. So, yeah, looking, looking, Wednesday Night Wars, baby. Looking forward to that. But we got we got a couple of minutes left, mm-hmm. so let's go ahead and uh, go ahead and start uh, wrapping this up.
1: Uh, that's what she said.
2: Yeah, <laughs> always wrap it up. Uh, do we
1: have a uh, for one rumor? Yeah, go ahead and give us a quick rumor. All right. So, according to Unc Dave, he said the All Out pay per view numbers were up in the UK, but significantly down
2: statewide. Oh, really? Yeah. W- said, what were the numbers? I don't know. It doesn't say here. I saw, I did see some numbers. I think All Out drew 111,000 buys. Which is... said roughly the streaming numbers did about the same
1: as our last pay-per-view. Say it was 111,000 with the... Let me go here. I'm on unc Dave's site right now. Oh, and that just brings me to the main page. Never mind.
2: Yeah, we're running out of time anyway, so we're just going to have to go ahead and wrap this up. We can talk about that next week. All right. We'll save it for next week. Yeah, follow us on
1: social media. We are where you are. Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Periscope, YouTube. Just search at the average marks. All right we got another show under our belt, Patrick. We're on the road to 100. Yeah, we're on the road to 100.
2: We're eight episodes away now. All right, get us out of here, son. Outro.
0: You've been listening to the Average Marks Pro Wrestling Podcast with Michael Leander and Patrick Fry. All opinions discussed in the show are those of the Average Marks and do not represent any wrestling company, organization, or individual. For more information on the show, follow us on Twitter and iTunes. Amp is a proud member of the Roar Network, powered by thegorillaposition.com.